0: If you have a fear, like me, maybe you have a fear of flying, maybe you're claustrophobic, maybe you have a fear of rejection, so you're afraid of going up and talking to a girl or a guy because you're afraid of being rejected, whatever your fear is, I want you to really think about it, okay? For mine, it's a fear of swimming in the ocean (laughs) because I'm afraid of a shark eating me. Hi guys, this is Laura Maluhi, and welcome back to another episode of In Harmony, giving you lights and encouragement to pursue the incredible life that God has for you. So today we're talking about a very interesting subject that I personally struggle with, and I'm sure a lot of you at home struggle with as well. Today we're talking all things failure, and to talk about failure, we're going to look upon one of the most famous products in our current economy, which is the amazing, the super cool, the super fancy Dyson um, vacuum. Not just the Dyson vacuum. We also have the Dyson hair dryer. We also have the Dyson hand dryer. (laughs) We have the Dyson um, cordless vacuum. Lots of these really cool Dyson products that we um, can enjoy today, but the creation of these beautiful products didn't just happen. The creator of the Dyson brand, which is Sir James Dyson, actually took 5126 failed prototypes of his vacuum before he created the vacuum that we enjoy today. And not just 5126 versions. No, no. Those prototypes and the failure of all of those versions took him nearly 15 years 15 years of his life was committed to creating the vacuum product that we appreciate today. When asked, how do you embrace a long series of failures without letting frustration overwhelm you? James Dyson said, we have to embrace failure and almost get a kick out of it. Not in a perverse way, but in a problem solving way. Life is a mountain of solvable problems and I enjoy that. The cool thing about Dyson's story and many CEO rags to riches stories that we've seen before is this common pattern of somebody failing over and over and over and over again. Not for one year, not for two years, but for many years. And in James Dyson's case, actually 15 years. The harsh reality is, is that failing Sucks. Nobody likes failure. It's not fun. None of us are bragging to our friends about our failures, which we probably encounter every single day. And in addition to that, we don't really see other people posting our failure. We just see the beautiful, fancy Dyson vacuum in the display at the fancy Dyson stores. But we don't see the tens of thousands of dollars that were involved um, or were contributed to design even just the first working model out of over 5,000 failed prototypes. We don't see that because why would anybody advertise that? The unfortunate truth is, for you and me, my friend, is that at least 90% of our ideas are going to suck. Whether it's in business, whether it's in relationships, whether it's in um, starting a new job, whether it's being in school, I promise you the majority of your ideas and attempts are going to fail. And not just fail, some of them are really bad. I'm sure James Dyson, when he was creating his first couple of prototypes, they looked crazy compared to the product that we see today. But the important thing is not perfection. What you and I should strive for every single day, whether you're struggling getting through school, whether you're struggling what you want to do with your life, whether you're struggling with getting a promotion at work, we don't need to strive for perfection. We need to strive for execution and continual improvement. You don't have to wait for everything to be perfect to execute. This guy had over 5,000 prototypes, but he still executed and he still worked on them and tried them. And guess what? Every prototype that sucked, which was 99.99% of them, he looked at it, took it apart and said, okay, what can I improve? That's what you and I need to do. We can't become discouraged with our failures. Every single thing that we do in our life, whether it's at our job, with um, raising kids, um, in our relationships, we have to take a step back and say, okay, I'm not going to be stopped by this idea of perfection, but what can I do next time in order to be better? In Brad Lominick's amazing book called H3 Leadership, it stands for humble, hungry, and hustle. Highly recommends it. Um, on page 99, so this is a guy who, um, he's a very very famous guy who actually does coaching for these huge companies that we know, like Chick-fil-A. And um, he's a strategic advisor and leadership consultant. That's his fancy title. And on page 99, he says, no one likes to fail, but as leaders, And developing a habit of innovation, we must allow for it. In fact, like like what James Dyson said, we must embrace it. Failure is crucial for innovation to actually become second nature for a team. If you're not failing, you're not risking enough. Give yourself and those around you permission to make mistakes. Embrace failure as a step forward process. Reality is... All of your ideas are not great. In fact, 90% are probably bad and doomed to fail. 5% may be decent and maybe 5% are great. To get to the one in 20 that are great, you have to have another 19 that fail. One in 20. Failures are scars on the way to ultimate success. Your failure scars reveal your success identity. You and I, my friend, cannot be discouraged about not seeing results in our life. We have to show up every single day, execute, and constantly look for ways to improve because that can be our superpower at the end of the day. But the reality is, is that a lot of us don't take action and are afraid and let fear overcome us because of our fears. And fears suck, man. I'm afraid of a lot of things. (laughs) Um like all of you guys I'm sure are. Um, I hate roller coasters. Um, I'm afraid of the beach because I'm afraid of sharks. Um, and a lot of times, ugh, actually, that's a great example. Okay, let's go off of that. Ooh. So if you have a fear like me, maybe you are have a fear of flying, maybe you're claustrophobic, maybe you have a fear of rejection, so you're afraid of going up and talking to a girl or a guy because you're afraid of being rejected, whatever your fear is, I want you to really think about it okay for mine it's a fear of swimming in the ocean (laughs) because i'm afraid of a shark eating me and my family or biting me both would be horrible we can't just have this fear and say okay i have that fear that sounds really scary Mm, i don't want to do it even though we feel those heart palpitations even though We feel everything in our gut saying, ooh, 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 this is uncomfortable, I don't like this. We can't let our fear control our mind. We have to control, our mind has to control the fear. Something that really helps is labeling your fear. Let's say that you're afraid of asking a girl out, okay? And you're like, you know, I really like her, I think she's great, I would love to get to know her, but I'm just afraid of asking her out really think about that what is the worst case scenario the worst case scenario is that she thinks you're weird for talking to her and she laughs in your face and she like points at you and she's like oh my gosh how weird that you're hitting on me okay (laughs) and then obviously she rejects you when you play that story out in your head of that worst case scenario happening happening you literally realize and conceptualize how ridiculous it is. Number one, what are the odds of that happening? Has that ever happened to you? Maybe the odds of that happening are at most less than 10%, okay? In addition to that, let's say that this woman does do all that stuff to you. Do you want to get to know that person? No. If someone did that to you, you'd be like, oh, that's, you're rude. I don't wanna get to know you anymore, goodbye. Same thing with me. If I have a fear of swimming in the ocean because of getting eaten by a shark, I have to actually think, what are the odds of this happening? I swam in the ocean many times and how many times has a shark eaten me? None. How many times has a shark eaten a family member? None. What are the odds of all of these people who are enjoying the beach, out of how many people who swim in the beach actually get eaten by a shark? I'm sure that number is less than point zero 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 one percent We all have these fears. This fear that you have, this fear that you've been carrying from a young age, it's okay to have, it's very natural, it's very normal, but you can't let it stop you from doing the things that you know you're supposed to do. Starting that business, getting that degree, talking to that girl. We have to be able to label our fears and say, I'm afraid of being embarrassed. I'm afraid of dying in order to make it manageable for our brain to understand how ridiculous that fear is. So always label your fears to help you overcome your fear of failure. One time I was watching this movie, Um, I actually just got out of a relationship and I had committed to being single. I was like, I'm going to be single. I'm going to just enjoy it. And um, I just need time to heal. (laughs) So I saw this movie about this girl who was eating dinner by herself. It was a really fancy dinner, and um, she looked really cute. Um, She just got out of a divorce, actually, and it was just a movie. Um, But she was reading a book, and I was like, that looks like so much fun. Um, I want to do that. And I remember thinking oh, but that that's so weird. I can't go to a restaurant by myself. Like, okay, maybe like Chipotle, but not a fancy restaurant and get all fancy um, and read a book. So I told myself, what is the worst that can happen? People look at me weird. People think I'm weird. Is that the what I'm afraid of? And then I said, you know what? That's stupid. I'm just going to go. <laughs> that's stupid. I'm just going to try it out. So um, I remember the first time that I did it, i got really cute i even put on like perfume um i did the whole thing and uh yeah i just brought my books and i just brought my journal and when i walked into the restaurant i did feel i didn't really look around i wasn't really trying to make eye contact with anybody (laughs) sorry guys this is just me being very honest in the hopes that it can um help someone out there Um, I didn't really want to make eye contact with anybody, and I did feel like some people gave me, um, I guess, like weird, confused looks, like this girl just said table for one, but you know the crazy thing? Nobody really cared. (laughs) Everybody, I promise you, a fear that you have of looking stupid, of looking weird, of looking dumb... Guys, everyone is so preoccupied with the current things that are going on in their life. I promise you that they don't care if you're sitting there at a dinner by enjoying yourself, doing your own thing. And actually, what started to happen was, and when I did that, I was like, this is one of the best dates I've ever been on. It was so, I'm not saying this is for everybody. Um, This is just an example of maybe something that... um, you might be going through um the fear of being alone a fear of rejection um and the crazy thing is the first time was the hardest part but guess what the more that you encounter something uncomfortable the more that you encounter your fear the more that you encounter failure the stronger your failure muscle gets the next time i went to a restaurant by myself It was easier then after that easier 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 and now i go um i went yesterday because i was around people all day this weekend so i really just wanted to take some time for myself um and i actually start to really really look forward to it now and make it um, a practice where i do it at least once every other month and now i go and i pull up if people look at me weird that's okay if most people don't give a crap and um now and also, every time, almost every time I go by myself, people talk to me. They're like, "Oh, what book are you reading? Oh, what's your book about? Oh, this and this. Oh, what do you do? You know, just and it makes you realize once you take those little um, pasitos, those little steps, how stupid this fear is. When you look around the curtain, you realize how much you overfabricated this fear and how unclimactic it is. How underwhelming and how you're like, oh, that's what I was losing sleep over. That's what I was afraid about. The more that you encounter failure, the more that you encounter uncomfortable situations, the stronger your muscle gets. If you have this incredible muscle of resiliency, of bouncing back, of not being afraid to look stupid, how much of a superpower can that be for you in your business, in your job, in your life? And another thing is, um, if you ask a girl out and she rejects you. If you go to a restaurant by yourself and every this person just laughs at you and points at you and calls you stupid, when people are rude to you um, while you're trying to do something that's in your heart that you've always wanted to do, I promise you, it has nothing to do with you. In our life, we can't take anything personal. If a girl has the spirit to be ugly and mean to you and talk bad about you same with a guy right um or another stranger or a loved one or a family member maybe you're working really hard on something and your family's. you have a family member telling you it's gonna fail it's gonna suck oh my gosh you're so dumb why are you doing this i promise you it has nothing to do with you There's this really cool book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel, and he talks about how we can never take anything personal in our lives. You guys know this. When somebody is mean and ugly to you, it has nothing to do with you. Maybe it's a reflection of their fear preventing them from not taking action to do something in their life. Maybe it's an insecurity that they have. Maybe they have a family member that's really ugly and mean to them, and that's just a trait that they've adopted over the years. Whatever it is on your path to achieving your purpose, never let the critical opinions or, um, of others or the nasty comments of others stop you because I promise you, none of us are this important. It has nothing to do with us. It completely has everything to do with that other person. So we can't take it personally. One of the best movies, obviously I'm biased because I love these true story movies that I highly recommend that you consider watching is, um, Flaming Hot. It's the story of Richard Montañez. Um, he was a Hispanic American who actually was working at um, the Frito-Lay factory as a janitor. This story is an incredible story of somebody who woke up every single day and pursued excellence in his job. He didn't just say, oh, I'm a janitor. This is where I'm at. This is where I'm always going to be. So I'm just going to do um, a half-assed job um, just to make it through the day and pay, pay my rent. No. Every single day, this man showed up with excellence for years, getting denied over and over and over again for a promotion, but still choosing excellence. You and I have to have that tenacity in our life. And guess what? That persistence and his ability to be to fail over and over and over again took him to create the multi-billion dollar brand that is Flaming Hot. And the sad reality is, is that while you're working hard to pursue your dream, many, many, many times you are going to look very stupid. (laughs) You're going to be, you're going to look stupid. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to feel dumb. People are going to think you're weird. And that's okay. We have to come to a place in our life like Richard Montañez like James Dyson, where we're not afraid of looking dumb. In order to have a stronger muscle of encountering failures, we have to be okay with not looking stupid. Even, I'm just going to be honest, when I first started this channel, my first video, I hated it, like I hated that first video. Even, I'm sure if I watched her right now, I just cringe. Just cause it's so uncomfortable seeing yourself on camera. It's so uncomfortable saying, oh, I did that wrong. I did that wrong. That was stupid. I said that wrong. Like, oh, I should have cut that part out. And you look dumb. I'm sure a lot of people <laughs> watch that video and been like, who the hell is this girl? How stupid does she look? And I don't say that in a way to be like, oh, but... You know, as nothing self righteous, but just to kind of inspire and encourage you that you will look dumb and you will look stupid, and that's okay. Because guess what? When you're okay with looking stupid, nobody can hurt you. When if people were to come up to me and tell me um, how weird or how crazy I wouldn't have was in that first video, I would have been like, "Yeah, dude, that was a tough video," but you know what? I kept going. I kept going, and Every single video I looked and said, okay, what did I do right and what could I do better for the next one? That's what you need to do. If you try to apply for a program at a university and you keep failing, maybe you're taking the bar exam, maybe you're taking the MCAT and you keep failing and people are looking at you like you're stupid, like you're dumb, bro, don't listen to those people. Do you actually care about those people who are that negative? Do you want those people in your life? Do you respect them? No, so why would you let the fear of their opinion stop you from doing something that you've always wanted to do? It doesn't, it's, we inflate these fears in our mind and they just don't exist. Don't let the fear of looking stupid stop you from doing something because guess what? You're gonna look stupid, Again and again and again and again until you just like James Dyson in year 15, you get it right. And now this man is a multi-billionaire. So just keep that in mind. There was a very interesting study that was done where they took two groups of men and they asked the men to go in front of a camera and introduce themselves. And they were going to show these videos of these men's introductions to a large group test group of women and they were going to ask the women to rate these men on their level of attractiveness the crazy thing that this study found was that for half of the men they said okay go out there and introduce for yourself and then in the second group they said okay go out there but before you go out there spray this really um really expensive fancy cologne on you so the men just said boop, 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 put on the cologne and then went out the study found that the men who sprayed simply sprayed a couple sprays of cologne on them before they went out in front of that camera were shown to be were deemed to be more attractive than the men in the first group who didn't spray the cologne. Even though the woman didn't smell the cologne on these men because it was in a video, the woman still found the second test group more attractive. What does that mean? Our beliefs are so much more powerful than our reality. The men who sprayed this cologne on, they felt good. They are like, I smell good, I feel good. Maybe it's putting on a suit that makes you feel really good. Whatever it is, we have to be aware of the power of our belief system. If you are so in tune, in harmony with the belief that God has put in your heart. No matter what anybody says, hey, you're a janitor. You don't know what the hell you're doing. Hey, dude, you've failed over five thousand times. Why are you still keeping? Why are you still going? You're gonna be so committed that you're literally not going to pay attention to those people. Never underestimate the power of your beliefs, because the crazy thing is, our mind drives our life our life doesn't drive our mind your mind is like the driver if you tell your your if you tell yourself um i'm dumb I was never in the gifted and talented program at school. I'm just a dumb kid. It's really hard for me to lose weight. It's really hard for me to make friends. It's really hard for me to find a significant other. That is what your reality is going to be. Your mind is the one that controls your reality, not the other way around. It's a driver. If you tell yourself that you have trouble losing weight, your body's going to be like, oh, okay, bet. Mind tells the body turn left, the body's going to turn left. The mind tells the body turn right, the body's going to turn right. Your mind is in control. The same thing like with these men, your belief system is so much more powerful than your reality. Never underestimate the power of that. So you have to have a strong belief in your mission, in your goal, so that you can. Have no fear of the failure that you're going to encounter along the way because you absolutely will look dumb. You absolutely will look stupid. But guess what? When you make it to your goal, it's going to be so worth it because you had that vision and that belief and you didn't let anybody take that away from you. Every time I do a video like this, I don't just like puffing you guys up and being like, yeah, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to believe in myself, right? And I'm going to overcome failures. Um, I want to do the best that I can to give you a call of action um, or something not tangible, but something practical that we can actually do to see an improvement in our life. So I call, for this one, I called it uncomfortable pasitos or uncomfortable steps. If you have a fear, if you have social anxiety, you don't have to throw yourself in an event that's gonna make you wildly uncomfortable. There's little, little things that you can do every single day to exercise that muscle in order to eventually be comfortable talking to other people. So that's the concept with these uncomfortable pasitos. If you have a fear of failure in your life or a fear of rejection, Consider going to the movies by yourself. Consider going to dinner by yourself. Consider simply asking a question in class if you're a student. Maybe you're always afraid of looking stupid, of looking dumb, so you never answer questions. Next time you're in class, simply ask a question. Volunteer at a volunteer group or a cause or charity that you believe in. If you're like me um, and you're trying to learn a second language, um, I struggle with my Spanish. I can't tell you how many times, bro. I look so dumb. I look so dumb when I'll be trying to sell a home in Spanish. I look crazy. Half of the things I say are not correct. (laughs) And I do my best to like extrapolate words that i know it's just try doing something like that something as simple as if you're learning a new language just try it out and people might think you're dumb but just there's those little things that we can do every single day to exercise that muscle go to a party of your event that you would usually reject maybe you're like oh no i don't want to go i don't want to see people just try it out you and see for yourself how easy it may be. And guess what? You can always leave. If you go to the events and you're super uncomfortable, you can always say, I'm just going to eat and then I'm going to leave. But at least you tried. You don't have to throw a party at your house the next day. It's just little steps that we can do. Or if you have a fear of, um, Rejection in terms of uh from a guy or girl, do something as simple every day as give a guy or a girl you think is cute a compliment. Hey, I like your I like your hair. Hey, I like your dress. That's it. That's it. Little things that we can do every day that can make a big impact on our failure and rejection muscle. And the last um call to action I would um encourage you all to consider is to search your intuition. When you search, similar to what we talked about in the other episode, the purpose that God has placed in our life, I like to believe that somebody like James Dyson, he had a vision for where he wanted to go, and he had such a strong feeling in his gut that this is what he was created and designed to do, that that's why Homie overcame over 5,000 crappy prototypes. Search your intuition and see what God is really calling you to do. When you find that thing and it's backed by God, the universe, whatever you may believe in, you're going to have a much stronger drive and your feet are going to be firm, more firmly planted in your, des- in your calling that you're not going to let what anybody says throw you off. You're not going to let any f- failure, any rejection throw you off from your path but it has to be built on a strong foundation. In Proverbs 24, 16, it says, though a righteous person falls seven times, he will get up, but the wicked will stumble into ruin. We have to be firmly planted in the life that God has for us, in the calling that we have in our tuition in order to be able to fall seven or 70 or 700 or 5,000 times and still have the tenacity to get up. In conclusion, just remember, that you can never have a resurrection without having a crucifixion going through failures falling and getting up builds character and just like how when you were a baby and you were learning how to walk and you got up and you fell and you fell and you fell and you probably laughed about it in that same light-hearted childlike spirit whatever difficulty you're going through at the time. Maybe you're discouraged. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're going through a breakup. Maybe you're getting discouraged because you keep taking this test to get into that program and you're not seeing any results. Just like you did when you were a child, get back up and keep going. Embrace failure as a step towards progress. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you next time.